Welcome to Everything's Totally Fine. I'm Allie Hawk, and I'll be your host this week. Every other Tuesday, we bring you people who share stories about their lives. These aren't just any people. They're the toughest we can find. Join us to hear about the times we pretend everything's totally fine. Our guest this week has been on a national tour. She was a performer in a chorus line, which she got after a brutal audition process in New York. Heather Duckworth is originally from Arizona and grew up as the oldest of three girls. She actually started dancing professionally in 2007, and we talked about getting her start at a pretty young age. I danced in high school or whatever, and I was dancing, and I, I was like very involved with like ballet. And at this point, I was like, I like ballet, but I, I'm not like good enough to like make it. So I'm like, okay, I'm trying to like do other things. And I found I really liked singing and like musical theater. And so I, I told my ballet teacher, but she's like, I don't know if, um, if that's like the best choice. And I was like, well, I don't, I don't care. Like, I kind of want to do this, you know. I don't really like ballet that much. So, so. And are you like projecting your future? Like, are you seeing yourself as a musical theater star? Like, are you like, this is it? This I, is my thing? Yeah, like I was starting to go there. And so I think looking back on it, I think it was like the right decision. You know, I went off and did like some real stuff and that was cool. You were a rockette, is that? Yeah. What's that like? It, it, it's a lot of uh, estrogen, like, you know, a lot of women. And surprisingly, like great women, like, a lot of them are still my friends, and um, you do, like, four shows a day. You have to, like, ice bath, and, um, yeah, and your muscle. You're, like, in a football player, kind of, you know, and then you have, like, your physical therapist, and they, like, help you with all of your muscle cramps and stuff. So that was in the middle of college. I was at Columbia. Okay. Yeah, and then just would audition, like, randomly mm-hmm. and went. I was in uh, Nashville at the Grand Old Opry House. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. That's intense. Yeah, it was pretty nice. I don't think I was even 21. Oh. Yeah, quite young. And girls were popping like six or seven tablets of um, Motrin just for a show. You know, it's like... Oh my gosh, they dance through it. You just go, you just go. We gotta rock. Mm-hmm. Okay, so at this point in my life, I was just like getting off of dancing, taking a semester off of college um, and stepping back into classes, like just trying to get school done with, you know, before I graduated. Uh, So I'm kind of one of those like non-procrastinating types, which is not really like heard of, you know, so when I get like a paper assigned, I do it right away and I like get it done with and then like two weeks later, a month later, the paper's actually due. And I was taking this like Music of India class. She signed a paper. I'm like, oh, yes, okay, get it out of the way. I can focus on other things. So a couple weeks go by and I turn in the paper. And the next day in class, the teacher looks at me and she's like, Heather, can I see you after class? And I was like, uh, sh- sure. You know, so the whole class, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, 
she's gonna ask me I don't know what like this is really crazy like all this stuff so I'm kind of just freaking out not thinking about anything else and after class she like sits me down and she's like can you tell me about your paper and I'm like well, no, I can't tell you about my paper. Wrote it three weeks ago. Like, I don't remember anything. But of course, I can't say that to her because then I look like, I don't know. And so I'm like, oh, you know, uh, so I'm totally like in my head. I'm like, I have no idea. Well, it was kind of about this. And then hang on, I, I need to get it out and like look at it. And so I look totally like Because everyone guilty. else has finished it Everybody like hours else. before that class. Yeah, and I was like, I don't remember, you know, but I don't want to admit that I did it three weeks ago and be that girl that did it three weeks ago. So I'm freaking out and she's like, so here's the thing, like, your paper, um, I, I used to teach Korean students how to speak English, and your paper really sounds like it's like a Korean translation. She said it, <laughs> so it was like someone whose second language is English. She yeah. written your paper, that's I'd written my paper, what... yeah. She's like, it sounds like, okay. like English is a second language Korean student trying to write an English paper. And I was like, oh, God. I took, like, math and physics. Like, I'm not a writer by any means, but I didn't think I was that bad, you know. <laughs> I think she thought I, like, purchased the paper and, like, Google translated it into English or something. <laughs> and then she like, you just weren't yeah. that strong of a writer at that time. <laughs> so did, so you get, did you get a grade for that? Yeah, I don't remember. It was maybe, like, a C or something. It wasn't good. <laughs> Did not do well in that class. But it was cheaper than having than purchasing the paper. paper. At least she didn't, yeah. she didn't buy it. If you like the show, there's two things you can do. Write us a review in iTunes, or follow us on Twitter at ETF Show. Oh, there's a third. You could share the podcast with a friend. Simply email them the link to the show in the iTunes store. I think for me, like, I found that, you know, a lot of little girls are like, oh, I want to want to be a pop star. I want to do this or whatever. And my dream was to, like, dance on Broadway. And so, uh, yeah, so... So once I kind of figured that out, I like tried my best to make it and uh, yeah, and I guess like that dancing turn like kind of helped along the way. But once I did it, I kind of found that um, being in musical theater is a much tougher life than what I thought when I was a kid. It's like, oh, this is amazing. You know, you get to be on a stage and that's like the feeling you have is so overwhelming and um a lot of people that are actors or in the entertainment business like might be able to relate to the fact that it's like you you're always struggling you know and, and those few months or a couple of days doing a commercial or something like it's so thrilling and amazing and there's nothing that outweighs it but man like I've never budgeted and penny crunched so much you know um it, it was really tough like picking one one more apple that week or something and I didn't grow up poor and so for me it was a new experience and I, I was lucky to not grow up poor you know so for me it was just like I think I hit a point where I was like so low that I was like okay that's that's enough I have to move on now I have a real degree I really like my degree and it was it's a math or whatever uh or at, it's actually an astrophysics <laughs> i don't know why i said math <laughs> <I> just... <laughs>
<laughs> you have a degree in astrophysics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this time in new york you're carrying around a highly intellectual degree so, yeah <laughs> so for you to spend two hard years on on pursuing musical theater then that's impressive it was like i lived my dream you know i did it i i have those memories i have my stories uh yeah i had to finally choose like it's time to move on from this and try something else i went i went to caltech and then moved on and um I'm now like an aerospace engineer, basically. And so now you're working at SpaceX? Mm-hmm. And what do you do there? I'm a systems engineer. Basically, that means just you get to work on bringing together all the different systems on the vehicle and make sure it works. So I work on the Crew Dragon vehicle, which... Well, that sounds big. <laughs> it's big. Crew Dragon? Crew Dragon. Wow. Yeah. So that's what you're doing now. So that's what I do now. <laughs> Yeah, my my older brother actually is an aerospace engineer. Oh, really? He works on jet engines for GE okay, in yeah, Cincinnati. Yeah. Cool. We have very different lives. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting to me that you can go, you're like right brain and left brain, and you can you did you kind of pursued something creative for years, and then now you're also an engineer. I guess it's tough to have like both minds. You know, you know what I mean. Like you, I only got to be one or the other. It, usually, mostly, yeah. but I mean, some people can make it work. Yeah. I my dad's also he's an engineer. He designs airbag inflators, mm. and he took my older brother and I to take your kid to work day when we were really young, mm-hmm. and I fell asleep while he was talking. <gasps> no, <laughs> it's like no. I just oh. but now my older brother has a wife and a house and a dog. Oh my gosh. And I live in a t- like tiny shoebox. No. But yeah, he makes about a million dollars more than I do per day. Yeah, He's just yeah, like exactly. significantly better off. <laughs> when they got their dog, that same day I got a portable air conditioning unit for about the same cost mm-hmm. as their dog. <laughs> And so they named her Lily, and she's like a really adorable golden retriever. So I named my AC unit Dilly. <laughs> now whenever they send puppy pictures, use that picture. Dude, to be like, we're not all that different. <laughs> I take care of things. I'm a grown up. <laughs> but yeah, aerospace engineering. If only I, I just couldn't. I would be asleep every single day at work, though. They'd fire me. Yeah, whatever. that wouldn't be good. No. Can you see yourself jumping? Do you think maybe your next thing is going to be creative again? Or are you really jamming on this engineering stuff? So that's a good question. I don't know. I think I really do miss creativity and like that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's a really weird like push and pull. And I don't think I'll ever figure it out. But I might as well just like keep trying to figure it out. Do you feel like you're you're where you belong now? I I don't. You know, I don't think I'll ever feel like I really belong. Um, even like when I was dancing and doing like musical theater, I would be like studying physics books and stuff. Are you interested in going into space at all? That's the like money question. I feel like a lot of people ask me that. I think so. Cause... And yeah, I know, I know, I know. And I don't know. I didn't. I just don't feel like I'm. I'm not an astronaut. Like maybe in four years I'll feel like an astronaut, but today I don't feel like one. So. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's uh, <laughs> yeah, because you're not gonna count it out. I mean, I don't count it out. Yeah, I mean, you could be an astronaut. Like, I could be. You could train to be an astronaut. You can go in space. That's our show. Uh-huh. 
Special thanks this week to Kyle Woods and Abhilash Mishra. As always, our art is by Jen Hamilton, and music is by Danny Janino. If I'm not in space, I'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Thanks for listening.